Hi, and thanks for tuning in to Public Safety Now on Hexagon Radio. I'm your host, John Whitehead, Vice President of Sales for U.S. Public Safety at Hexagon Safety and Infrastructure Division. Lot of conversations have been going around today about cloud, and we are going to have uh, a great conversation today and really just talk about that topic. How does public safety prepare for the cloud? What are some thoughts to consider? And really, you know, where have we been and where, where are we going? I got an awesome guest here with me from Microsoft. This is Rochelle Garrett. She's with the Public Safety and Justice Division. So, Rochelle, welcome and thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's 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 such a great topic talking about the cloud. It's an exciting time. Um, I, I mean, I, I just can't imagine some of the opportunities and some of the doors that this is going to open for public safety, uh, whether, you know, and these are things that we're going to talk about here in the next little bit about, you know, how more secure it is and some of the options that the public safety agencies have. But before we kind of get into that, let's I, I'd like to hear a little bit more about you. How did you get involved with the cloud and, and, and at Microsoft in the in the position that you're at? Yeah, so uh, it's a long and uh, awesome story. Uh, while at my previous employer, I had the opportunity to work with solutions that were being used by law enforcement. Uh, and when I came over to Microsoft, uh, and I came over specifically because of all the work they were doing with Azure and the cloud, I, it was important to me to stay focused on the mission. And so as part of my role of working with solution providers and ISVs who deliver solutions to law enforcement, um, I stepped the course and uh, have been uh, privileged enough to continue to work with folks like yourself. Nice, nice, very cool. And it, has cloud been the key focus, you know, throughout your throughout your career, or just your time here in the last little bit? Yeah. So cloud has been more recent, um, just given the fact that from a you know public safety perspective, they lag a little bit behind in terms of adoption of the cloud, based on compared to say more uh, commercial enterprises. So um, while we have been seeing an upward trend of it, it is certainly on the newer end than compared to something like financial services. Um, so a lot of my uh, background in working with public safety in the past has been all about having a solution on-prem. That is changing. Right, right. And and so, you know, as most of the people listening to this know, my, my background comes from public safety. And, and you know, at the, at the comm center we were at, you know, back in the mid-90s, you know, we had the huge servers in the back room. And, you know, you had to make sure that you had the, yeah, it just everything had to be set up around those big servers, everything from fire suppression to correct temperature within that room and all of the work that, that our IT department would put in just keeping those things going. And then that information would push out to the actual clients sitting at each one of the workstations. And as, as a 911 dispatcher, uh, and a 911 supervisor, you'd sit there and, and those, you know, your lifelines were these network wires going back to that, to that that, that storage area back in the back. You know, I, I remember back then uh, thinking a little bit about, and again, we'd, re, we, we'd have to rewire things. We'd have to make sure that all of that infrastructure was constantly working and, and, the, and the work and the time that our IT put into it. Around that same time, and I don't know exactly when all that was going off, this is still whenever if you had a deposit, let's say, that you wanted to take to the bank, uh, it was old school. You got in your car, you drove down there, you filled out a little slip, you handed it to the lady, and off she went back to her PC that was connected back there in the back room. And somewhere along the line, uh, public safety has remained, I'll say, the same in most part. They still have their IT centers set up. They still have that that hardwire infrastructure. But to your point, 
the, pu- the public sector's gone on and said, or the private sector's gone on and said, no, we're going to adopt the cloud and we're going to take it. So now, if I want to do that same deposit, let's say at the bank, you know, I take a picture of it. I snap it across my phone. I send it over there and magically it happens. It, it, it's amazing how quickly that environment's happened in the private sector. And now we're starting to see that in, in the public sector. So with that kind of background, you know, tell me, tell me, what do you think uh, is public safety is thinking right now regarding the cloud? How are you seeing adoption rates and, and where it's going? Absolutely. So um, I will say adoption rates are going up. So that's a you know short answer to your question. Let me talk a little bit about why why that is the case. So yeah. the first example goes back to what you were referencing from from the bank and and how people are interacting with their financial institutions. Everybody's connected now. So there is, you know, a, a, a need and a desire to interact with citizens in the communities in the way which they're used to interacting in the rest of their lives. Law enforcement understands that, right? They get it. They're in community-based policing. They want to be more close to the folks that they're there to serve to protect. So they know they need to do things more akin to how the citizens do stuff in their day-to-day lives, and that is often um, through applications and on the cloud. The other piece, which you also referenced, is about all the resource it takes to um, support the infrastructure. Um, and, and it's not just the resources, but it's also the cost, and it's also the risks associated with it, because often just housed maybe in a basement, um, and God forbid there is an act of nature, and something happens, and there goes everything. So there's the need to relate more to the community and engage the way and where and how and when they want to engage, as well as understanding the back end side is, you know, is this sustainable? Is this scalable? Is this resilient? And is this really the best way for us to be able to innovate, um, knowing that we need to do more with less often, uh, or law enforcement needs to do more with less? You're absolutely right. You hit on a topic that we've, we've touched on here in this series, this over the last year, and that is doing more with less. It, it, it is amazing that, that as technology comes into play, um, as some of these things, I'll say add additional cost. It also removes cost in other areas. And, and the nice part about that is, you know, I'll tell you how many agencies and even still today, the time, the effort, and the money that, that we're putting in to have redundancy within our own internal infrastructures is a huge cost. I mean, it's having that backup center. It's having that that tertiary database. It's having all of the networks within it to kind of give me a backup to the backup, if you will. And, and the nice part about that is connecting into the cloud you have that within that, within that, that Azure environment. You have that, that that peace of mind, I guess, that you could say. And, and I was going to ask you some other areas. So that, that in my mind is probably one of the most important things. You touched on, you know, the risk aspect, right? If, if, if you have that active nature and, and you have a flooding or a fire or something happens to your center, the loss can be devastating if it's on site and you don't have that within the cloud. Are there, are there any other kind of important aspects that agencies should think about when they're, when they're looking at the cloud and any benefits there? Yeah, absolutely. So we, we touched on a few. Um, but let me talk about a couple of others and love to, love to get your thoughts in terms of what you're seeing as well. Innovation, right? Um, imagine being able to, you know, stand up or develop uh, a new application for 
uh, something that's going to yes, help your first responders um, more quickly get to where they need to go and do it on the fly instead of having to go out and go through procurement process to get a new server or new VMs or whatever it may be. So the ability to develop and test on the fly, huge. The other thing is, of course, the data, right? And so you talk and, you know, we we work in a world of silos as much as we constantly talk about trying to get out of the silos. Um, and law enforcement's not different. There's a, a lot of information that comes in from other agencies that impacts public safety, such as, you know, transportation, if there's road work going on, um, you know, health and human services in terms of where there could be some sort of epidemics going on and things like that. And that all impacts where you would want to have first responders go. So when you think about the cloud and the ability to take the data from different sources, from different agencies or across even a single agency where you might have different uh, data feeds coming in to bring it together to get a holistic view of your community to be able to figure out, okay, what could we be doing better, where and how and why? Interesting, because that's, you know what, as you were talking a little bit about that, my mind was going, I thought you were going to go down another road, I guess. And and when you started talking, where I started thinking is what we what we call in public safety more of a regionalization approach. It's that data sharing model. It's the ease of being able to take all of these disparate systems and put them together. And I think that that's your point, that if you, you know, if you've got them sitting in a silo, and I have my servers over at the PD and I have some servers over at the fire department. And then I've got, you know, uh, p- public health and I've got transportation and all these agencies have these systems set up. Uh, data sharing becomes a, a, not impossible, but a little more difficult. Whereas if you have them all in a, in, a, in an Azure, in a cloud environment, um, you, you, you alleviate at least that, that one pain point is what it sounds like. Absolutely. And we, and, and you know, at Microsoft, we understand that not every organization is ready to go full cloud. So we understand there's always going to be a mix and or could always be a mix. And it could be a hybrid, right? It could be some on-prem. Uh, it could be some that's all, you know, you might have issues that's all in the cloud, but it gives you that ability to maneuver the data um, and to get the best value a- across the agency, across the community, and then even across states, right? So, you know, uh, criminals don't care about jurisdiction lines and counties and city lines. They just do what they need to do where they need to do it or want to do it. And so the idea of being able to share data, regardless of where it's coming from, uh, could be a huge accelerator uh, in terms of being able to find insights. Yep. No, I com- I completely agree. And, and you brought up a couple of areas there. The the hybrid approach. You know, one of the things is is I go out and I talk to uh, police chiefs and executives uh, in public safety across the U.S. Is there's this weird notion that they're being forced to the cloud. That it's that you know this is just you know whether I like it or not I have to go to the cloud. And I and I kind of stop them and ask, tell me a little bit more about that. And they're like, well. And, you know, it always comes back. Well, you vendors, uh, which I love. And, 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 and the answer, the, the answer to my question is normally, well, well, you vendors are saying, you know, th- here's my application. It's cloud ready and we're going to put you in the cloud. And I say, yeah, but what if I don't want to go to the cloud? Well, no, I'm sorry. My application only runs in the cloud. And they're like, oh, so you're forcing me to go to the cloud if I take your application. And one of the things I know that, you know, that the, the hexagon, uh, has done is state kind of what you were talking about is, I don't want to go in there and force anyone to go to the cloud until they're ready. Agencies need to decide how they want to do that. So, for example, we're, we're, we're offering systems to where maybe the CAD data is sitting on-prem 
because that's the comfort level of the agency. I want to have my, I, I still want to have that environment sitting there on prem, but I want to put my police records up in the cloud. I want to have a, you know, tertiary database or, you know, backups up there in the cloud and have some of my backup data there. And all of those different environments, you know, are the things that I go out and like to talk to people about and say, you know what, you do have that option. No one should force you to go to the cloud until you're ready. And then, oh, by the way, when you are ready, you should be able to take that, that infrastructure that you have sitting there and move that to cloud whenever you're ready. And that, that's one of the things that, that we at Hexagon have really been kind of out there talking about is that, that there are options in this, uh, in this world and you don't have to be forced to go there. So I think you bring up a really good point that underlies everything here, which is culture. Um, if you force something, you know, and people aren't ready for it and the culture's not ready, then it's, it's not going to go the way you want it to go. And so I think there's, in addition to, you know, the the organization itself identifying the need, and I, that's we'll get to that. I know we we'll talk about like how you prepare. The culture has to be prepared. The the, the right. people who work there have to be prepared. And it's not just people who are going to be touching those systems, but people who are supporting those systems. Maybe other agencies that are going to be accessing those systems. Um, and that and that's a really critical element for success of doing anything, regardless whether it's cloud or bringing in a new application. Um, but you touched upon it in terms of no one to be forced to do anything, and that's why I think you know having that uh, understanding. And then sticking behind it and saying, yes, we're, we're, you know, we're going to support you either way you need it or any way you need it. That will resonate with our law enforcement customers who, you know, as we talked about earlier, are still taking a slower approach to moving towards the cloud than some of, uh, uh, the other businesses that we may work with. Yep. No, I, I agree. And, and I, I think our, I think you and I are both saying the same thing that, you know what, there, there's not a right or wrong answer here. That's okay. If you want to if you want to take that step and you want to put some of your infrastructure in the cloud and then later take everything to the cloud, that is absolutely OK. And, you know, and that that's kind of the message that, that I have as I'm out talking is, you know, chief, don't even you don't even need to feel bad about that. You should have that right. And you do have that that ability to do that. No one should uh, force you over there to the cloud. You know, it's, it's interesting and we'll kind of shift gears here a little bit, but. If you do some quick uh, research online and you say, you know, what's the resistance to moving to the cloud? Well, you know, tell me you know, the good and the bad of moving to the cloud. The biggest thing that comes up is security. And we know that in, in public safety, you know, we've, we've had discussions on here about cybersecurity. And, and we know that that is on the minds of public safety agencies today. The number of public safety agencies uh, that have been hacked, hit with malware, um, or what I, what I would just say attacked by cyber security crimes is continues to be on the rise. And, and agencies are concerned with the security of putting, you know, CAD data, records management, uh, CGIS sensitive data up into the cloud. Can you talk a little bit and, and, and help us overcome those fears and some things there that, that people can take there? So think about where your where your data sits today and how it's being protected and the resources it takes to constantly keep it up to date. Now think about that at scale and think about the resources that Microsoft brings to bear from a cybersecurity perspective, right? So we're completely taking a proactive approach to security, compliance, and privacy, leading the industry uh, in establishing and meeting best practices, and then 
you know, you might then say, well, there's the cyber piece, but then there's the sieges piece, right? That's something that we've been a driver on. So we have proactively reached out and worked with the states to get the CJ security addendum signed. We have over 36 uh, states signed now, which is great, which represents over 80% of the sworn officers in the, in the country. So, you know, there's the cyber side, but then there's, you know, who's touching your data in the data center side. Yep. And yep. because as we all know, <laughs> the threats can also come from the inside as well as the outside. So yeah. you combine the cyber perspective from what we do is Microsoft overall as a company, and we have the best practices that we see across every industry, and we're constantly monitoring that. And then we have the law enforcement-specific piece from CJS. You know what? I've talked to a lot of people uh, in this regard, especially some IT professionals. And you know what? I know there are agencies out there, and they have phenomenal IT staff, and the IT directors themselves, so this isn't just my opinion, but the IT directors themselves are saying, as great as my staff is, I cannot measure up to the level that Microsoft is going to bring uh, to be able to protect the data that, that's on those servers. So it's interesting, right? And, and again, that's not a slam to, to any one agency or any one IT group. Uh, they're doing great things and they're, they're keeping the lights on in a lot of agencies across the country. But when it comes to security, how much more secure can my data get than to be in a data center run by people that that's what they do? And to your point that are CJA certified and, and, and are able to maintain that, that data and the control of that data. Right. I mean, just to put some perspective, 3,500 Microsoft security professionals, uh, using AI analyze 6.5 trillion global signals to detect and respond to threats. I mean, those are daunting numbers, right? No agency can come in with those types of, of, of numbers. And, and, you know, listen, I mean, at the end of the day, nothing is 100% guaranteed. As soon as you say that, there's going to be, you know, someone out there that says, we must attack that. We must crack that. So, I mean, I think that you have to look at it at, at, at risk and gains and and look at the benefits of having that data protected and, and sitting there up, up in the cloud and where that's at. The, you know, the, the other area that I hear is, is performance and uptime. Mm -hmm. I think that there, and again, I'm going to speak on just my own interpretation of, of conversations that I have, but I think that there is uh, an easier time for public safety to say, you know what, my records data can definitely go up in the cloud. I see that. Yeah, you know, that that's great. We we can store that data, you know, as video and evidence, pictures, sound bites, you know, recordings, all of that starts coming into play. It makes sense. You know, no one wants to keep buying hard drive after hard drive or storage to store the, the immense amount of data that, that we're going to be if we're not already uh, storing for evidential data. So it makes sense for records. The area that I get a lot of uh, head scratching is, man, what about CAD? That's more mission critical. That's more right now. Grandma calls and grandma needs help. I can't, you know, I can't, I can't worry about, you know, how's my connection or, or is, is the cloud, you know, working in, and giving me that that response that I need so that there's no delays. So, you know, what are some things as far as performance and uptime that we could talk about a little bit to kind of alleviate that fear? Yeah, so I'll touch on that a little bit. And I have some peers, if you go much deeper, if you ever want to do a follow-on podcast, 
But so part of it is in the planning process, right? You have to understand what systems you have in the cloud and then how you're going to protect them and, and have that redundancy. So one of the things we can do or we we talk to our customer about is, you know, geo replication between data centers, right? So we have da- uh, our government data centers. They're several mile, hundred miles apart, and that, that helps to support that continuity. If something happens in one, you can go to the other. Um, you can pick and choose which data you want to back up. Right. So um, depending on what system is, where does it sit and, you know, how do you want to have that backup and and how available do you need that backup to be? Um, So you think about, you know, high availability and then you can even think about in hybrid. There's certainly ways to to have it in hybrid or if you're thinking about, you know, a website, there's you could have, um, you know, kind of a a traffic manager kind of thing, routing, depending on what's going on um, with the citizens or people trying to access that website. Lots of different options. It really becomes down to the use cases and who has access and then prioritizing. So it really starts to that, you know, one of the early parts of moving into cloud, which is which is your planning. Yep. No, I agree. You know, it's interesting because the the uh, some of the IT directors are, that I'll talk to, they'll say something like, yeah, but it's only as good as my connection to the Internet. It's like, yeah, just like, it's you know, your client right now is only as good as your connection to your server. I get that. I understand. And then they, you know, there is some backhoe operator named Joe that's getting a lot of grief. I know everywhere I go, someone's blaming a backhoe operator, but that's the guy, yeah. right? They're like, hey, listen, Joe's on the backhoe and he cuts my line and what's going to happen? And, you know, my my response has been, well, let's think about that. And I don't know if I have an exact answer, but let's think about that for a minute. Because right now, let's pretend that that that's you know Joe on the backhoe does that exact same thing, and he cuts other, you know, whether that's electric or other types of service. Or to your point, there's some natural disaster that happens. Listen, we're not going to alleviate the fact that things that things happen. But you know what? In public safety, what we do is we plan for those and we pre-plan and we, we figure out what does happen when Joe in the backhoe, uh, you know, messes us up. And a few of the areas that I've seen, and I'd love to get your thoughts are, is, of course, redundancy, right? I've got fiber maybe coming in from the north, fiber coming in from the south. I've had agencies that tell me that, right, to where there, there's never just one one way in and one way out. They've got They've got a couple different areas there. Um, but the other thing, and I think that this is the beauty of the cloud, is that I don't have to rely on just that one way of connecting. You know, I've talked to agencies that have told me and chiefs that have told me, you know what, we're, we're ready for this. I've got, I've got one laptop sitting there on the shelf for every dispatcher that, for every, for every dispatch position, for example. And in the event something happens, and whether that's an internet down or, uh, you know, a natural disaster, my dispatchers can on their way out the front door, grab that laptop and go right out to the command vehicle sitting in the parking lot, open them up and connect to the cloud through the cellular connection and be right back online. And that's a very interesting way of looking at this is that there are so many ways of connecting. Is that really is that really something that we should fear? I mean, yeah, it is something that, that it's, it's cause for concern. But is it something that we could fear? Have you heard anything like that? Any any other types of um, responses to that? You know, how do I or what happens if my connection goes down? No, but I've I've heard it more from the sense of not if my connection goes down, but more around um, 
how do I get the more from an opportunistic perspective, right? How do I mm-hmm. get more people using this so I can get more insight? I can actually take some of the people who maybe were doing things that um, we could now automate maybe using AI and have them focus on more mission critical tasks. How can I use it for that? Um, understanding, once again, getting back to your point, I can go out in the parking lot and use the vehicle. You know, think about all the sensors that are out there. And with yep. 5G coming around, you know, everybody's connected. And so, you know, and you're going to want to pull in data, right? And you know, as in law enforcement, you're starting to pull in data. You're pulling in from, from cameras, from body-worn or fleet or others. But, you know, you have the cameras that are on streetlights and other things. So the idea of, you know, being concerned about the cloud, the reality is the cloud is where your data is being coming in from. That's right. Okay. I see. Yeah. I mean, so, so to your point, what good is the system if it's not getting any of the input as well? So, right. you know, as, as, as telephony starts moving into that direction and now things are coming across your, your, your data network as incoming, um, you know, videos and, and, and those types of things, the internet of things, right? All of those sensors and all of that starts coming in. It's an interesting absolutely. perspective, right? Basically what we're saying here is no, that that's absolutely something to consider, but guess what? Nothing is going to work if, if, if that goes down and you're not going to have any data coming in if that goes down. It's, it, it's definitely a, a great conversation and, and an interesting topic, but it seems that, you know, IT people are, are very, very smart. Uh, and they are they are working this out because again, as we stated at the beginning, it, I don't think this is if it happens; it's when it happens for all of these agencies because that's really where we're going to be able to go. And I don't see agencies, and I don't I, I won't even begin to tell you what how many years it's going to take. But I don't see any agency uh, making the argument that we need to keep it at our center because that's the best way and the most secure way. I think that that's going to be a tough argument to go. So with that in mind. What are some areas and maybe some steps that agencies can do to kind of prepare for that move? Whenever that is, what are some things that we can start doing as, as public safety agencies to start preparing for that move? Yep. So that's a great question. I think the first thing you should always start with is start communicating that you want to talk about it, right? Communication, start building um, a sense of here's where I'd like to go, here's where we should go, here's why. Um, without that, you get that culture discussion we had before in terms of making sure everybody's on board and then how it could potentially impact uh, your move to the cloud uh, at whatever phase it may be in, right? Because you don't have to do everything all out, right? It can be a phased approach. It could be certain workloads. It depends. So the first thing to do is, is really start to have those discussions. And as part of that, use it to define your strategy, right? You know, what is the justification and what are the outcomes you're looking for as part of that move to the cloud, whether it's like a migration or it's new innovation or a combination. So step one, define the strategy. Um, after you have that strategy, build out a plan, right? What's, what is that adoption plan and how are you going to achieve the outcomes? What workloads, what applications, what data, what sources and so on are going to be part of that and then prioritize them based on could do it in a couple ways, right? Is it on impact? Is it cost? Is it a combination? Or is there something else? It all comes back down to what your strategy is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next piece I would say is, you know, getting ready. And that talks, you know, that gets a little bit to culture and also talks about skills. Um, you know, what skills do you need to have in-house, if any, to support that? Uh, certainly a lot of the vendors today that law enforcement uses uh, 
have uh, their solutions on the cloud. So what is it you need uh, as uh, an agency to have on your side? Yep. And then I would say um, a governance. You know, how, what are your governance priorities? Uh, how do you identify and monitor the risks? Uh, and then, you know, how do you benchmark all of that against where you started with your strategy and your outcomes? Those are the nice. things I would I would suggest any organization start with in terms of making any digital transformation moves. The nice part about what you're saying and the entire every step that you're going through, I'm sitting here going, well, this is this is no different than what they do to pre-plan for a large scale disaster or to pre-plan for, uh, a, you know, a new software purchase to, to, to pre-plan for a new building that they may be putting up. And so what I like about what you're saying is it really comes down to what we do in public safety. And just pre-planning for this event, it's all about that change management, and then it's all about how we manage that change. And it sounds like that that works here with the cloud, just like everywhere else. Do Absolutely. You think, do you think agencies are ready for this step? You think I public do. safety is ready for this step? I do. We're definitely seeing, um, uh, you know, deeper and an uh, increase in the number of conversations we're having with agencies, not just in the U.S., but across the globe, mm-hmm. in terms of what they could do in the cloud. And so sometimes they're already in the cloud and don't think of it as necessarily being in the cloud because, let's just say, you know, they're using an application that's hosted in the cloud. Right. There are others who have private cloud, right? Um, and so they're already starting to do some development there. Absolutely seeing it, um, and I think it's something that you touched upon before, because they're trying to figure out how to do more with less and how to help those who are in the positions that they're in do more, more quickly. Mm-hmm. So resources are slim. Data is plentiful. If I can actually help make the teams I have more productive, increase the insights that they have, help make a decision in terms of where I should be having resources go out in the field and the community uh, to protect the citizens, to protect law enforcement, then we may be able to get a handle on this. And I think, at least from all the discussions we have, there is a keen interest to go to the cloud to be able to take advantage of the resources that are in the cloud, not only from the scaling and and security uh, and development perspective, but also from some of the newer technologies like Internet of Things, like AI, um, like machine Mm -hmm. learning, cognitive services. There's value in there that is going to help um, really help the resources scale in terms of developing and uh, generating outcomes than what they could do today without being on the cloud, without being on Azure. Yeah, I think that that from what I'm hearing you say that that agencies are probably more ready than they even realize. I mean, that that's really what it comes down to. I think as I talk to some of the agencies out there, again, it's you know we're all we're all human creatures, right? And it's that fear of the unknown for a lot of people. And I think that that when they really look at really look at probably what they have in house and um, you know the preparedness level and what they're trying to accomplish i think more agencies may be ready than they even realize so that that's it's an interesting interesting thing here so is there anything you know let's you know their public safety is a public safety is a big market 
Is there anything Microsoft is is uh, thinking about or any concerns on the Microsoft side? I mean, what happens if you wake up tomorrow and all of a sudden every agency wants to move over? Is, is, Azure, is Microsoft ready for that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we know every agency is different and every agency is going to move at a different speed and want to work on different workloads. And this is where us can find with partners like yourselves, you know, we have those discussions. Um, you know, the one thing um, I will say is we always want to make sure everything we're doing directly with the agencies themselves or with partners such as you and, and Hexagon is make sure everything we're doing um, falls into what we consider, you know, for looking things like ethical AI, for example, you know, transparency and fairness and security and privacy. Um, we want to make sure that we're doing things that aren't, aren't doing anything to violate the trust that we and the departments have with, with the, the, the communities. Nice. Very cool. So let's talk a little bit about future. I'm not trying to put you on the spot, Rochelle, but, you know, maybe sure. this is just maybe this is just your opinion. But, you know, the cloud, you know, I think everybody knows what the cloud is, right? To your point and what we've talked about here over the last few minutes, you know, everybody's I, I guarantee everybody's using something in the cloud, whether they know it or not. Something of theirs is in the cloud or some some product on their phone. If they're, everything's everything. Everyone's touching the cloud. Where do you think the cloud's going to change? What What is this word going to mean five years from now or maybe 10 years from now? Any any future that you could see in this? So I think it's almost going to become where the cloud isn't called out as the cloud anymore because it just it is. It is just the <laughs> okay. normal way of business versus calling out on the cloud or on-prem. There's still going to be those instances where things are going to be on-prem, but it's just going to be, it's understood, it's on the cloud, and you don't have to call that out. You know, um, I know, uh, you know, today there was a report that came out from a digital government survey that four in ten government agencies use, have used hybrid with 37%, um, you know, who have a workload in the, in the cloud. Um, and we know that budgets uh, today and are going to be growing for the cloud. I think Gartner says 17 percent year over year uh, throughout, you know, through 2021. My my guess is I I would expect that we'll probably see up to 75 percent of of let's say, you know, public safety agencies using the cloud in one form or another. And that's okay. going to look different for each, but I think in five years we could we could hit that seventy five percent mark. Yeah, those are those are uh, mind boggling statistics. But you know what? Right at the beginning, you kind of said that that we're not going to even be thinking cloud down the road because let's go back to my banking example. I, I don't think about my cloud. Yeah, I don't think about my bank being cloud hosted data. It's my it's my bank, right? I mean, it's just, it's yeah. just like, you know, you take that word out of the vocabulary whenever it becomes kind of just second nature. And, and so to your point, public safety data, we're not going to say public safety in the cloud data. We're not going to say public safety on-prem data. It's going to be public safety data. And, and uh, you know, your prediction, 75%, I'll go with that. That sounds like a great number to me. And, and if that's the case, there's going to be agencies that when I say data, there will be a time where it is going to be the norm. And, um, 
the I don't want to say odd that that's got a negative connotation, but the random agency having having data on site will be a will be kind of a discussion of seriously, you really still have your stuff on site. It's going to just become the norm. And again, just like uh, the rest of the world kind of has moved into that world. So. So, Rochelle, I just want to say thank you very much. This has been an interesting topic. Again, uh, just talking about the cloud, how public safety can prepare for the cloud. I think there's some really good information that, that you shared with us. So again, thank you. Uh, to hear additional episodes or to learn more, visit us at hxgnspotlight.com. And thanks for tuning in.